You're listening to Mixed, Tapes, Feelings, and Drinks. Gabe, Allie, and Nick talk about songs that are dear to them. We dive deep into these songs to help add more meaning and overall enjoyment to our listening experience. All, of course, while enjoying delicious mixed drinks. That's sweet. We aren't drinking right now. <laughs> So today is a very weird episode. Just kidding. It's not that weird. (laughs) Because it's just going to be me from us three uh, on this episode. Me, Camille Jessen, and our guest, Justin Molina. We recorded this episode back in 2020, back when Holland was still the host. And it was just a lost episode that kind of got you know shoved aside because we weren't really posting regularly but now we're here and we're ready to put it out and you guys haven't yeah. li- you guys haven't heard it no i mean i was like i'm excited to hear by. it yeah <laughs> actually i was in a hot tub <laughs> <laughs> ali was in a hot tub she didn't have time to record a podcast no, i was busy she was drinking in a hot tub i was drinking white claw in a hot tub <laughs> it wasn't white claw was I don't it know. Probably. We had some good alcohol that day. We were in California, so like that was uh, some. We were in Tahoe. Yeah, we had some cheapy, not cheap alcohol, but like tax less taxed tacky. alcohol. <laughs> we had tacky alcohol. But Gabe, do you have a song you wanted to share with the class? Oh yeah, I just was having a hard time narrowing it down to one. The band is Otiken, Otiken, O T Y K E N. Mm-hmm. And they're from Siberia. Ah. I'll just go with my first. That really, that checks for you. <laughs> yeah. When when you texted us and said that you just discovered a band that you wanted to share, I was like, it's definitely from, like, either <laughs> Eastern Europe or it's, like, Asia. The Arctic Circle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the song is Kai Kakacha. And uh, how did you find this song? Through TikTok? This is exactly the kind of content that I expect from you, Gabe. <laughs> Thank you. This Trying to stay on brand. A little yeah. bit of throat singing. Yeah. A little bit of beats in there. Oh, yeah, that jaw harp. So good. It's very, uh, uh, where did you say that they're from? Siberia. And so they sing in, like, part Russian, part, uh, I forget the, the language that they sing in. But, uh, yeah. Uh, I was looking on their website, and uh, all their songs are this like kind of typical like northern Arctic Circle stuff, like songs about wandering through the woods and hunting and preparing n- uh, nets for night fishing. Like, what song? <laughs> like a dance party while you're preparing your nets for night fishing? Yeah, duh. That's how the vibe should be. I think this one's more. This one's like something about like a forest spirit, but like. Um, like there's this guy who's trying to like impress her and she's like mm, you want to impress me go get a forest spirit or something <laughs> wait is that don't, how you picture it no there's like a video that has translation oh and it's just very repetitive lyrics and okay um they look like they're really fun live 
We gotta go to Siberia to see him. Traditional garb. Yeah, I. Yeah, I can't. No, I can't tell if that's traditional garb or just like super. Like, well, uh, if it's not traditional, then I sound like an idiot. No, I'm. It's sure. I'm sure it is. It just looks very like hipsterish <laughs> too. But. Well, I think they're just. I, that's what I kind of like about looking at a picture of them. They all look very young, so I like that this is like this generation's version of. Uh, Siberian music because like one of the descriptions in Spotify it says the Atakin is a Siberian Aborigine music group the marvelous combination of traditional musical instruments and modern arrangement will definitely amuse you (laughs) (laughs) which is kind of like that's exactly what I uh, was like looks like this is made uh, written by them because it says our unique over tone singing special vocals and the charming sounds of kumas kumas will take you to the boreal forest, forest of, of, of the taiga oh. um, but today we have justin molina on to talk about some of his favorite songs let's get back to today's episode yes <laughs> so please uh, give give them a warm welcome. Say hi to Justin. <laughs> Say hi to Justin and I am not from here. two years ago. <laughs> I am not here in the past. Yeah. Uh, so but... goodbye. <laughs> there goes Gabe. There goes Allie. Anyway, and uh, I'm gonna go hop back into. Yeah. Prepare to listen to us talk about some music. Okay. Hello, Justin. Hello. Thanks for having me. Yes, of course. We've I've wanted you on this podcast for like a hot minute. No, as as soon as you like the second you mentioned it, <laughs> I was like, I have to be on that one. Me too. Yeah. I know. I tried to get you on Netflix, and you're like, uh, I don't really care about <laughs> movies. Hey, same here. Yeah. I am drinking a Howley Punch <laughs> Kettle Sour Ale with passion fruit, orange, and guava. It is a sour beer. I freaking love it. And the the label is really cool too. It was brewed yeah. brewed in um brewed yeah, yeah. in uh, California. Where 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 at? That's so that's from the brewery um, Alvarado Street. Okay, and they're in Monterey. Monterey. And they somehow they they distribute to some places in Sac. So then I just go pick it up. Uh, what are you drinking, Camille? Having a little gin and LaCroix, <laughs> a little lime on top. Nice. Classic. <laughs> What's the LaCroix? Pamplemousse. Pamplemousse. <laughs> Fancy. Cute. Cute. You like it? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Probably not going to drink it all. And you poured like a that really... That actually looks really good. Gin's kind of... I don't know. It's hit Gin's kind of tough. For me for sure. I got to be in the mood for gin. Yeah. yeah. I'm having... Um, yeah, what do we, ha- what do we have over Lefroig, here? Lefroig, a scotch... Yes. In Isle single malt, mm-hmm. ten year. I'm always in the mood for this. Are you so. drinking it neat? Yep, neat. No water, no ice. Just sipping it. Nice. It's, it's great. We had some last night and it hit the spot. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have some of that if you. Oh wait, do you have? Oh yeah, there's plenty. Of oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I want some of that later. I'm not drinking mixed. Justin's not drinking mixed. It's just um. Camila's time. Mm, yeah, we're sharing now. <laughs> sharing with both of you. Because <laughs> I tried that whiskey last night, and I would have thought that was repulsive. And then I tried it, and I was like, this is actually really good. I like mm. how smoky it is. Yeah. Usually people don't like that. Mm-hmm. 
did you make your drink or who made your drink? Sophie oh, made Sophie. my drink. Mm-hmm. Justin's wife. Got it. Mm-hmm. So let's uh, let's go into your first song, Justin. Cool. What would that be? So I believe I chose Music is Math by Boards of Canada, electronic duo. Kind of oh. like, I guess you can say they're chill. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't really know what that genre would be. Yeah. Actually, and I think they, I think they're from Scotland. So, oh, so. having some Scotch. So Scottish. Oh, they Listening to a Scottish <laughs> band. Nice. Yeah. You know? That's perfect. I've never listened to this band before, and I thought that this would be like a metal band. Oh. I didn't know it was uh, electronic at all. Yeah, this is for sure um, one of my favorite artists, if not the fa- like the favorite. I don't know. Have you ever um, have you ever heard of Last FM? Yeah, Last FM. So yeah, I think they're I think they're number one on my list with about like 5,000 plays or so. Do you still use Last FM? I do. Oh, man. I love it. I loved it too, but I felt like everyone I, I uh, followed on it stopped using it. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't know. I, I kind of use it mostly for myself, really. I mean, when I first got into it, the whole social aspect of it was really cool. Yeah. But eventually, it kind of just became a way to just like kind of track my taste. Yeah. And I... And I'm kind of bummed. I had a, I started using it in high school, and then I deleted that account because I was like, I was like, at the time I was just like, oh, all that old music I listened to that sucks. Like I don't want it on my charts because I didn't feel like represented, you know, my yeah. taste. Yeah. But if I had that now, just to like, just see all that like historical yeah. data, like what I listened History. to at that time, mm-hmm. what I was into, that'd be cool. Yeah. So that's kind of just what I use it for now. For those of you that don't know, Last FM is a social network that was only like based on like a website. There wasn't an app at the time, at least when I started using it. Yeah. And it, it tracked you like linked your iTunes, and it would track the music you would listen to and kind of put it in charts. Yeah. You had, like a top ten, and it, like all the songs you listen to and how many times you've listened to it. Yeah, it'd be like, oh, like here's what you've been listening to mostly this week. And they kind of, they call them scrobbles, yeah. which is just like a song play. Yeah. So it bases it off that. And it and then you can click on the band and you can see who else is listening to it, which is yeah. honestly I feel like Spotify should be like that. That'd be really cool. They yeah, because their recommended stuff is on Last FM yeah. is actually pretty good too. Um, I would yeah. find a lot of stuff through that. I would too. Yeah, it was great. And I would actually I would see who was playing nearby, mm-hmm. like the shows. Oh yeah, people yeah. would update those like regularly, so it was nice to see who was playing like in the smallest venues. Yeah, on check it, checking it on last FM. Yeah, but nice. this song, why did you pick this song specifically? This song specifically, um, I think mostly because, well, I think I put put it because it is my most played track uh, overall on last FM. But then just I don't know. It is one of my favorite songs from them. It's very, um, kind of reminds me of like a sunrise, almost, or like the morning time. Mm, yeah. So I don't know, I just kind of like the the vibe for it. These guys are very much a vibe type <laughs> of band. Um, I kind of got into them around college time, so they were, they were very much like, they were always on for like study and <laughs> homework yeah. time and just chilling. Fun fact. Yeah. Um, you and I met in, I figured it out, 2013. Okay. And this is the first thing I remember you talking about, I think. Oh, yeah. Or, well, I think I was just, I knew you had good taste, so I was like, I need oh, well, music thank you. Re- recommendations. <laughs> and this was the first thing you brought up. Mm-hmm. So. I do try to recommend this to anyone. And I got and the anyone. album. Tomorrow's Harvest. No, music has the right children oh yeah that's a great one too you know what's weird is it kind of weirdly reminds me of the matrix i can see that (laughs) it gives me like 90s sci-fi vibes yeah they very it's kind of weird their music is kind of like like when i first listened to them it had like a nostalgic feel Mm -hmm. to it yeah even though like i didn't really have any like I didn't have any memories tied to it. Yeah. And I'd like just listen to them, but I like 
I felt nostalgic and I was like, I don't know, it was, it was a weird feeling. Yeah. And they still have that very like human quality to their music, even though it's electronic. Um, you know, like very warm you sounding. You can kind of tell they are playing the instruments and it's not just a mm-hmm. computer. Mm-hmm. I hope so, at least. That's the vibe I get. I don't want to say they Why actually do. Why do you hope do so? Because I don't want to say they do that. <laughs> and they don't actually do that. I don't really know. Feels like to me. Yeah. Feels personal. Yeah, I don't know. They're like they're like so mysterious too. So like, I, I don't know if they've. I, I want to say they haven't played live, but I think that's wrong. If mm-hmm. they have, it's been a very long time, or it's been like very few small shows. Yeah, I don't um, see any shows posted on their spotify at least mm-hmm. <laughs> and they still make music no um they're not like broken up or a hiatus but they just kind of they yeah they don't they haven't really done much lately got it yeah it looks like they had a session in uh or a single in 2019 yeah like they kind of release one or two songs every other year from now on but the last full album they made was in 2013 yeah, I remember that. That was a huge deal. Cause it had yeah, been because that's years. A, and the, yeah, the year the album before that was two thousand five. So that's a eight year. Mm-hmm. That is an eight year gap. Yeah. yeah, that was a huge deal. That was pretty exciting. Do you have any like any other kind of emotions tied to that song or this band? That that's kind of the thing. I, maybe that's like one other another reason why it kind of tied to it because usually music does kind of have that emotions or memories tied to it. Yeah. And I don't know if you have this, but this is, or if you have an artist or songs that are like this, but this is like one of the few, like all their stuff, just in general, is something that I don't really have any kind of emotions or memories tied to it. It's really strange, especially because I've listened to them so much hmm. and I like them so much. I will say, I will say the one memory, it's not, it's kind of meaningless. It doesn't mean much, but... I remember again going back to college because I was that's when I was listening to them. I remember waking up super early. I had to do an assignment for my art history class, mm-hmm. and I had to go to a museum and just basically like write about pieces that I've seen in the museum. Mm-hmm. And because of my schedule, I could only go like early in the morning, so I just drove super early in the morning uh, to that museum, listening to them, and I see the. You know, you know the sunrise. It's super early in the morning, and it's yeah. just kind of like that's probably like the biggest memory that sticks with me mm-hmm. with that. But other than that, it's not much. Yeah, I get what you mean. I like as much as like I mean, this podcast is called mixed mm-hmm. feelings, feelings, and drinks. It's I ha- like listen to obviously a lot of music, and not every song takes me back to an emotion it Mm -hmm. takes me back to a place when i like you know was listening to that music and it's not Mm -hmm. necessarily even an emotion really it's like oh i was i was i don't know in a car listening to this i remember that yeah (laughs) it doesn't have to be but Mm -hmm. like it could still be like one of my favorite songs too Mm -hmm. yeah yeah they're always just kind of in a in the moment yeah kind of band gotcha that's cool there's a there's a couple or a few bands that people recommend through the podcast or that say like pick. And this is one of those bands I would say, I'm going to put it like in a playlist or I'm going to follow and I can just listen to them later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause there's like, there was a, a, a guy, uh, Corey, he recommended Lauren Hill and I don't know why I haven't listened to her at all. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah. like rappers sample her all the time, mm-hmm. but it is in the way he was talking about it and like how he felt about the music and it was so good when we were listening to it. I was like, yeah, I got to listen to it yeah. more. And this band is definitely a vibe mm-hmm. that I can definitely follow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That one Camille mentioned, um, music has the right to children. I would say for sure, if you want to check them out, listen to that album. And that's from, does it say 98? Yeah. <laughs> 98. That's crazy. I do like 90s bands though. Like, yeah, I kind of grew up with like my friend showed me good music when I was uh, younger. So a lot of the music that he showed me was like 90s rock bands. So I kind of, I, I gravitate towards that sound or whatever stems mm-hmm. from that pretty much. Same here. Yeah. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
that being said, let's move on to your next song. This is Honestly by American Football. Oh, I guess I think it's like, honestly. this is honestly the best song ever. <laughs> honestly, question mark? We might feel Yeah, honestly? <laughs> honestly? I don't know what they mean with the question mark, actually. No, this is, there's definitely some feelings and emotions there with this band. I've never listened These guys to are great. American football before. A lot of people want to try I think they call this emo. Yeah. They they kind of I think started that whole like there's a lot of popular bands right now and even like earlier like in the two thousands they do the like the twinkly guitars kinda of yeah. like how they have. They definitely popularized in like that that kind that style mm-hmm. of emo. Yeah, and I, it's, you're the only person that would agree with me that yeah. this would be considered emo. Yeah. I've tried to tell people like Smoking Popes or Cap and Jazz. And, oh, yeah. Okay, so you know, you like Cap and Jazz. Yeah. This, this spawned after Cap and Jazz broke up. I think it's Mike Kinsella. Oh, from that? Yeah. Oh, wow. Like they, they broke up and Mike Kinsella, you know, started American football. Oh, and then gosh, and then awesome. he went and did Owen. I don't know if you ever listened to Owen. No, I haven't. Um, I haven't dived too much into it. Yeah, this, but that's his solo stuff. This is another. You're nailing it, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> this is another band I'm gonna definitely <laughs> listen to later. So you said you'd never listened to them before, but I remember mm-hmm. the first time we hung out. Yeah, mm-hmm. we went on a camping trip to Fallen Leaf. And, um, you know, we had the speaker, and this is one of those bands that I always just kind of put on, just because it's like, it's great, but it's also kind of like some easy listening, you know, like anyone can kind of get into that. And I remember Nick's like, what is this? Like, oh, it's American football. And he's like, oh yeah, it's cool. And I I feel like I get that reaction out of most people with With this. this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I, if... You know, I know we can just put it on around anyone, and there'll be someone who kind of just kind of will ask who it is, or yeah, and we'll check it out and really like them. I love moments. I love hearing moments like that where people tell me that I did something that I would mm-hmm. agree with today, even though that was what like three years ago. Yeah, 
And I'm just like, okay, that kind of reaffirms that I have a taste <laughs> I can stick to. Or if I listen to a podcast I recorded five years ago and we're talking about a subject and before I even say it on the podcast, I'll think it in my head mm-hmm. and then I'll say it on the podcast, like what in the recording and I'll be like, oh, cool. I still think that. <laughs> Forgot I said That's that. That's awesome. I still think it. But yeah, this is, this music is definitely hits home for me because mm-hmm. it's, music that my friend would give me like modest mouse was the biggest one. oh yeah like i the twinkling like twinkling great. guitar is a great uh way to describe the kind of how they play and they kind mm-hmm. of like drawn out like this and uh oh my gosh built a spill oh, okay yeah mm-hmm. it was very like the, very much like this and i love this kind of music yeah i love this outro too like that that long like two or three minutes of just like loud like guitars and then so is it too personal to ask what kind of emotions this brings up? Because you said no. it hits pretty deep. Well, the this I would say one of this song or one of the or this album in particular I would probably say is probably like one of the better breakup albums or Ooh. like you know like ending a relationship type of albums because mm-hmm. that's what it a lot of the songs kind of go into that on this album. Um, so as you know, being young, teenager twenties, <laughs> kind of de- dealing dealing with that, you know. Yeah. So I would listen to that a lot around that time, you know, de- dealing with, you know, a failed relationship or whatever. But what I like about this song, kind of like why I picked it, is I think like the lyrics kind of. He kind of says like, I think I forget exactly how he puts it, but he goes, um. Honestly, I can't remember all my teenage feelings. Mm. And then he says, um, the who's are there, but the why's are unclear. So to me, it's kind of like mm. at the time, you know, when you're feeling that that kind of stuff, it made a lot of sense. And, it, you know, it's it feels like it's something that's kind of just going to stick with you forever. Mm. Yeah. But eventually, you know, you get older and that kind of stuff doesn't really matter as as much you know good to know <laughs> just kidding yeah no the lyrics are amazing in this so what you said was great and it continued like i love this uh kind of like the the illustration it paints out it says the lyrics go picture this the long-awaited sickening kiss how does it feel to know how we've rewritten history despite the complicated beginning to all of this. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I was trying to like break that down as he was saying, I was like, picture this. Okay. He's talking to this girl that he loves, obviously. Mm-hmm. Picture this, the long awaited sickening kiss. So I'm assuming it's like, let's just say it's their first kiss. Cause they're teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> and then he goes on, but then he, it's like, there's that. And you would think that would be a hope, hopeful thing. But then he goes on to say, how does it feel to know we've rewritten history despite the complicated beginning to all of this? It's, I personally take that, I could be wrong, but I take that like as a, like it shifts. Like he mm-hmm. is sad at this point because like he's picturing this, like th- he's like anxious about this first kiss, but it, it just doesn't go the way that he wanted it to. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I understood that also. Yeah. Like, despite what they've been through already, which sounds like it wasn't great at all. Or even, like, at the beginning, you know, as you mentioned, like, with that first kiss, it's something that's like, oh, it's so amazing. And it's like, you know, at that point, you know, it's like nothing can kind of Mm -hmm. bring you down from that. Mm -hmm. But then kind of eventually it might, you know, go down that path. Yeah, exactly. Woo. (laughs) This is great. I'm great album to, and what, i i love that you brought up captain jazz i'm <laughs> I, not too many people uh know them yeah they because they only had one album mm-hmm. and they never and then never like, yeah well i think it was like i believe it was like a bunch of they like released a bunch of little eps and then i think they released an album where it was just all those eps together mm, got it. but yeah i would definitely definitely emo yeah <laughs> you are right nick yes thank you i I was I was even calling uh it's not similar to this but I was calling uh Death Cab for Cutie emo mm-hmm. totally but no one would agree with me I they're do. like emo is like screamo and no. like, yeah yeah I was like that's the that's 
the yes and no like it is that's and this yeah. is considered emo too like you like you have to yeah. that's definitely where it started yeah. but i mean you know genres evolve over mm-hmm. time and stuff so yeah and if you read the lyrics of these bands that they're, they're they're not happy they're incredibly depressing mm-hmm. <laughs> that kind of what the thing the things they sing about um but anyways yeah another great song uh, uh you mentioned last fm mm-hmm. um do you have a current favorite listening platform um i still just use spotify mm-hmm. that's probably yeah I'll use Spotify and then Last FM connects to Spotify actually. So every really? time oh. every time I just listen to something on Spotify, I will use that. That's neat. And then if it's not that, it's vinyl. Yeah. I don't know if you would count that as a li- listening I platform. I think for you we count that. Oh, you know, like, insane at, like physical. Collection. Yeah. Yeah, physical. Yeah, I have like I have a record collection. Yeah. Have you gone into like uh getting tube amps or anything like that? No. I I it's on the list to upgrade my sound system. Yeah. A lot of my stuff is kind of like hand-me-downs or stuff I've picked up at. Mm. Um, actually, no. All of it's kind of hand-me-downs <laughs> now that I think about it. Um, works great. Sounds great. I've upgraded just like my needle cartridge because yeah. those wear out. Mm-hmm. But um, since it hasn't like really broken, it's just kind of been on the back of my yeah. list. But I do want to upgrade my sound system eventually yeah i yeah same here i have a pretty nice one but i don't know i'm just like i want to get them i want to get more out of it <laughs> yeah I, I you know as as much as i buy records i could probably just tell myself to not buy records for a couple <laughs> months and then yeah. i'd have enough to just upgrade it but yeah you know do you have a favorite record that you own a cherished mm, possession i would probably say my most valuable record to me um i would say probably blonde by frank ocean oh i don't get frank ocean yeah (laughs) (laughs) no i really i haven't really listened to him but everyone loves him i know i have a harder time i wasn't totally sold on him until that album that album was just like and maybe it was just like the time of my life when it came out it was Mm -hmm. but it was so good and then he did, and I picked that album also because it's, they did like a, he did just a one-time limited run, just one day, um, Black Friday. I was on my honeymoon, <laughs> and I stayed up till midnight to order it. <laughs> <laughs> and since then, he hasn't, he hasn't like repressed it or resold oh, it or nice. anything. So there's, it goes for quite a bit Nice on the, you know, secondhand market. I feel like even if they did repress it, it would mm-hmm. still be worth a lot. Yeah, that first edition. Which, al- which album? Uh, Blonde. Oh, the one you're talking about. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Can we play? Because this will be like a blind listen for yes. me at least. Because I, I haven't listened to, I've probably listened to like one or two songs. Mm-hmm. But um, if you were to pick a song, hopefully that's not explicit. <laughs> I would probably, White Ferrari. Let's see. White Ferrari. Yeah, it's not explicit. Okay, yeah. This. Let's, oh, yeah. This song. Slaps. <laughs> it brings the feels. To talk on these rides. Mine on the road. Your dilated eyes. Watch the clouds float. White Ferrari. Had a good time. 16. How was I supposed to know? And you know what I I let you out at Central. I didn't care to state the plane. Kept my mouth closed. We're both so familiar. White Ferrari Stick close by me Shoot, we're fine Shoot, we're fine As it's still slow by Left when I forget to speak So I text the speech Less the speeds, text the speed, yes Basic takes its toll on me Eventually, eventually, yes I'm eventually, eventually, yes. 
careful you still and I will forever That was my part of the deal Honest, we got so familiar Spending each day of the year White Ferrari Good times In this life In this life One too many years Sometimes could I Would you say that this is a like a staple or something that would um, is a good example of of uh, of what Frank Ocean's music is? I would say yes, in terms of like em- emotions. Mm. Um, yeah, because he is like a pretty emotional artist. I feel like. Yeah. Um, this album, I in my opinion, is pretty different because it's sort of stripped it down in a way mm. like in this album like instrumentally there's it's not like super extravagant or like it's kind of spacey yeah yeah it and, reminds me of of oh, actually not really when i think of spacey i think of drake but it didn't even really remind me of that yeah because this guy this guy can actually sing <laughs> yeah well that's what i was gonna say like a lot of these songs he just he just carries it with his voice yeah like there's another song on here where He's just, I think it's just like a, a, an organ in the background being played, like just like a few notes, um, and he's just singing, and mm. it's, it sounds sounds great. So I think that w- w- when this album came out, that's what kind of sold me on him. Mm. Just like, well, this, this guy's got a great voice. He is, um, he's definitely a vibe. Yeah, he can do a lot with... You know, just a very minimalistic instrumentation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but if we were to choose, reeling it back, a metal song. Yeah. That we can get Yeah, to. Th- this was, so yeah, th- this was kind of hard for me because I, ha- I felt like I wanted to be true to myself and pick a metal song because mm-hmm. that would not be being honest. <laughs> but I know it's not for everybody. It's okay. Yeah. But I decided to just do it anyway. Good. Yes. So I picked Under the Surface by Neurosis. Under the Sea by Sebastian the Crab. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. <laughs> okay. By, who is it? Neurosis. Oh, that's right. <laughs> the shirt. You had it like looked up, I think. Did right? I really? Or it was in his, oh, did he have a playlist? You know what? I did. <laughs> oh my gosh. Got it right.
they are they're they're a great band that that just like makes me think that 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 show would be so much fun (laughs) it would and here's the thing that totally bums me out um i don't know if have you ever had a band where it it kind of took you a while to get into them Mm -hmm. and then you finally do and you just kind of like you just kind of like regret all like the lost time. <laughs> oh yeah, with yes. that that <laughs> yeah. all the time that has been lost, not listening to them. Yeah, and not being into them. Um, the shows you could have seen that when they yeah, were in town. Yes. Yeah, that that was kind of that. That's this band because they're kind of they're kind of a big deal. Like they've been around a long time. I think since like eighties or mm-hmm. well, the dudes in Neurosis are kind of old mm-hmm. now. Yeah, so I don't even know like how much more they'll tour yeah or anything like that hopefully again soon they they're really good though they're cool they like they really popularized what peop what is called post metal oh, um okay so that's what that okay that's what i was thinking like yeah. towards the end like it was just it was mostly like drawn out instrumental mm. i love that yeah it's really cool love yeah it. I'm sure you know you and a lot of people have heard of post rock. Right. It's kind of the same thing, you know, like the longer songs. It's like really drawn out. Yeah. They have those crescendos. It was like huge, oh, like just so releases. Good. Worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Infinite and those like really feeling. quiet parts. Yeah. They do that really well, but with metal, so it's it's super cool. Yeah. I like it a lot. I can. This is a great uh, maybe entry point mm-hmm. to this kind of music for mm-hmm. sure. Something. Even like, and then as. Like this is a earlier release because they, like, they started as a hardcore band and mm-hmm. then they kind of like evolved into the metal stuff. Like what we listen to here is like when they started really defining their sound and like making their own sound. Mm-hmm. And then as they went down making more albums, they have a lot of albums, they kind of went, there's some albums where they just, it, it's a little lighter, like not as heavy, um, but it's still like, it's still there. Like mm-hmm. the, it's still kind of heavy and they do the release and the crescendos and stuff um so i'm sure there might be something in there you will like yeah oh yeah for sure especially this album if it's it's that's my favorite album for sure how do you feel about bands that evolve over time like a decade i don't know i i respect it yeah as long as like I mean, yeah, I don't know. It, it's it's a bummer when they start doing stuff I don't really like. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It's hard. I, I don't make music, and I'm not in a band. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, as long as they're kind of just making the stuff they want to make. Right. I guess that kind of... And that's kind of one thing they've always kind of just been about. They just kind of do whatever they want. Um, and... You know, whoever listens to it, listens to it. Mm-hmm. So I, I respect it at that much. It is kind of a bummer when a band starts making stuff that's not as good. But yeah, it happens. I've, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah's. Mm-hmm. You know, started off as like, like kind of like punkish yeah. a little bit. And then they evolved into like indie. And then they just like went electronic pop. Oh, yeah. And I kind of love that personally because I loved everything that they did, like hmm. their beginning, middle, and like what they're doing now. So I don't know. I don't mind it when bands like that do that. And But then you have like bands like Linkin Park mm-hmm. who went, you know, was like their kind of yeah whatever they were. Hey, I'm just kidding. I don't know what they were. New like, metal I maybe? I think new metal. Yeah. And then they started doing pop. Oh yeah, they went like very I, poppy. Yeah, I think that's when it's kind of hard to kind of like get on board with is when mm-hmm. it seems, when it seems like they're kind of just following a trend. Yeah, they're like, oh, this is kind of popular right now, so let's uh, let's start doing this instead. Um, yeah. That's kind of hard for me to get down with. It was rough. Have you seen those YouTube videos where like um, kids react to this? Oh and yeah. So like I've there was those. a kids react mm-hmm. to um, Lincoln Park, mm-hmm. and some kids like I don't know what this is, or and like they show the music video and it's like super dated and like oh this is stupid, and then some kids were like oh no I know this song this song's really good, and then they did like okay here's Lincoln Park now and it was like a pop song and every single kid was like why like why like why mm-hmm. did they switch to this and some yeah. kids that didn't even like the beginning was just like they should just stuck to you know the first part yeah and then after this video. 
there was a lead singer of Linkin Park reacts to kids reacting oh, to Linkin Park. Funny. And it was it was so that's bad because he was just like that. he was very like he's like we evolve like we evolve yeah. as musicians like you want us to just do the same thing he killed himself later i know that's sad i love i loved lincoln park they were they were my first concert Ooh, oh okay. really oh, okay lincoln park pod hoobastank uh, and story of the year together <laughs> no, yeah that was like, <laughs> that's like, a, cool like a crazy show. like early 2000s that's lineup amazing. right there man yeah that was a cool show Aww. that was my first concert have you guys and talked about like first them. shows like what you, you went to and I don't remember. I'm sure we have. I've so yours was Lincoln Park. Mm-hmm. AFI. AFI. When I was 13, front row. Front crying. Nice. Were you with your, were you with your dad or mom or no. was your friends? Sarah, but her parents were waiting outside in a van. Oh, that's you know that's good. And At let least us they wait after, like to, wait to around. Yeah, that's nice. At least they weren't like with you. As much as I think that, like, I used to think that was so lame. Like, oh, there's a parent here. That's so yeah. lame. But then when you think about it, like. I want let my thirteen-year-old daughter no. a show. I know what goes on at shows. Are you kidding? I would love. I would actually love to take. If I had a kid, I yeah. would love to take. Oh show. yeah, yeah. I was twelve when I saw Linkin Park, so oh, I couldn't nice. go by myself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My mom ended up going to see them with me at the Phoenix Theater, which oh, is cool. like homecoming for them. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she really liked it actually. <laughs> What she thought see? that was really Who? cool. Um, AFI. Oh, okay. Saw him again or she was there? Again. So oh, okay. probably like in 2015 or 16 or something. It was a really she big deal. It. Sold out so fast. Very small venue. But That's she funny. got to see. They're a great live. Mm-hmm. How did you feel about your parents going? Were you bummed or? or no, did you go with I, your parents I liked it. My dad usually took me. Oh, and he cool. was, he was, um, like the first few shows, you know, because I wasn't, working so i can buy a ticket yeah he would buy his seat tickets oh, so the first few shows were like seats up up top and yeah then, and it was yeah. so cool like he mm-hmm. took me to see lingham park That's um right. took me to see system of a down mm. with mars volta that was mm. a really cool show gotcha um those are two remember the most but when he he started um i remember towards the end when he was still going with me to shows he would kind of buy himself a seat ticket and i was starting to get into bands that were like playing smaller venues mm. so they usually had like a balcony mm. or something so i would kind of stay on the floor and he would like sit on the balcony and just <laughs> oh, chill nice and then so he he was always really cool about it that's i never nice. thought it was like lame or anything that's well i guess that's it's different i guess if your parent you know is open to the kind of music you listen to mm-hmm. yeah my parents were always like against anything mm-hmm. i listened to it was that's like it's funny if it's not disco then it's bad uh, mm-hmm. so or james taylor <laughs> or like the that california band uh, eagles but oh yeah if it's not that then it's satan music <laughs> <laughs> no they weren't that strict but they just didn't like it so they yeah. wouldn't do a show with me i don't think yeah um has your dad listened to neurosis i don't think so <laughs> is, it, is think? he listen to this kind of music or i don't no, um, he got me into like Metallica. He got me into like Tool. He loved he loved Tool. Interesting. So I listened to a lot of Tool. I um, guess those are like the stepping point into this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's probably as hard as he got. And then when he did kind of go to like the more heavier shows, I don't remember his reaction to it honestly. So I don't think he would hate it, mm-hmm. but I don't think he would like it. Cool. That's cool. I appreciate your dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a cool dad. I like dads that are cool. Holland would attest to this. Mm. <laughs> I'm, I'm wanting dads to adopt me. <laughs> I like Aww. them dads. I want to collect all them dads. <laughs> all my friends have these uh, dads that are just like cool, I guess. It's <laughs> so like, young. Yeah. Just like, oh, they accepted you for who you were? <laughs> what? What's that like? Anyways. That's funny. Another thing about my dad. Uh, no, <laughs> my dad's fine. He wasn't that terrible. It's fine, guys. It's fine. I just I have an obsession with dads. I just think like, take me fishing. You know. Would it. you ever be a dad? Uh no, because I was actually talking about it with Allie. Because like, I don't think I could. I don't know if I would raise my child um, different from the way my dad raised me. Mm, yeah, that's I hard. Would fall into that, and I just don't want to put. I just don't want to do that. Yeah. I don't want to. And it's also maybe it's like a little bit selfish on my part of like, 
I don't think I can. I don't want to put the time and energy to like change myself <laughs> so that I can raise them the way I feel like they should be raised. And, and I'm like, not like, and I, that's kind of like mean, I guess, to say that about my dad. Like he, he tried his best. He probably tried to raise me the way his dad, like, you know, how he didn't want to raise me the way his dad raised him, but you know, he probably followed in the same way. So it's like, yeah. I don't want to like put too much on him. Like he, he obviously did his best. He did a great job, right guys? Yeah. <laughs> I'd say, yeah. yeah. He's, He's all right. Of He's course. Yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> I'll edit all that out. <laughs> <laughs> what? This is that scotch, man. I'm okay. Yeah. So Aww. I'm, I'm drinking uh, some of uh, Justin's. Ooh. He dipped into the Lafroig. Lafroig. Can I have a sniff? I can't. You want that campfire yeah, with a campfire? Yeah, you taught me how to drink it too. Yeah, inhale. This how, how to not like burn as much, because yeah. it it will kind of burn a bit. When you inhale too, you want to inhale through your nose and your mouth. It's because different than last night. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You were kind of. You didn't have any. You don't have wow. any tequila shots to prep you for that. Yeah. That's intense. I was like, I'll get some of that and sip it by myself at home. Yeah. yeah. Now a, I'm like, and there was like an ice cube in this one, but too. But you said that even you, when you drink it on your own at home, like mm-hmm. it, you got to get past a couple sips or you got to yeah. like yeah. ease into it. And you don't just down it. And this is how much no, you yeah. sip. You mm-hmm. sip on this for like yeah, a while. Yeah, so I can see that. I do like it. Yeah. It's very good. And it, uh, For me, alcohol is... I don't enjoy the taste mm-hmm. right away anyway yeah. with anything. Mm-hmm. But when you taste something like this, it's like, this is something I can keep drinking at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not, a, there's not an aversion to the taste for me, but there is like the sting and the, the bite mm-hmm. that kind of gets you at first. But uh, yeah, that's, that's a, uh, if you want to talk, uh, hear more about that, you can listen to Blake Kaiser's <laughs> that's neat podcast found on Apple stitcher and, uh, Spotify. Spotify. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Gotta plug them. Gotta plug them. Um, anyways, we are coming around to the end of the show. Are there any like closing thoughts, closing songs you want to say or suggest? Um, Camille. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. I don't know. Nothing. Nothing. I guess it sounds, um, I like that you're confident about your music choices and oh, thanks. I like yeah, it seems like even when you talk about when you're younger, it doesn't seem like you have like regrets or well, I mean maybe you do, but um like you're not it doesn't seem like you're too embarrassed by it. Oh thanks. You know, thanks you that know. is kinda <laughs> That's hard. a compliment, but it, I think it is kinda hard sometimes. You know, like when someone does kinda ask, Oh, what do you listen to? And it's like it's, so, it's like such, such a loaded a question. Yeah. And genuinely i can say you know oh all kinds of things but i also feel that's also kind of like a cop-out answer mm-hmm. so i i don't know but that's why it's cool to have a podcast mm-hmm. like this yeah and just kind of talk about a little talk about it a little more in depth yeah for sure but even even though i have this and i've talked about it and someone comes up to me like people at work, I guess, which is like, mm-hmm. oh, what kind of music you listen to? Like, <sighs> yeah. I get that question all day long. You talk to like eight different people all day mm-hmm. long for an hour each. Like, what the is it rude? Music? Sorry, is it rude to not say anything because you know they won't know who the artist is? <laughs> uh, I know. <laughs> it's like a uh, 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 Japanese breakfast, and then you have to explain oh, yeah. it, and, and then bl- it just like yeah, like, like what? What kind of music? It's like an like I get like a indie pop. And they're cool and they're just like all right that, that's not what you wanted to hear you wanted to like hear something like i know what you wanted to hear you wanted to hear billy eilish <laughs> i'm not gonna say it because i don't listen to her nothing against her it's just i don't want to give you the like an answer <laughs> yeah in general because i don't want to have this weird conversation yeah anyway. so, i agree what do you watch on netflix Ugh. <laughs> no. Oh, that one for me is like oh. Just say yeah. the office. Yeah, the office. And you're good. Oh my god. Watching the Stranger Things. You seen that? I uh, I'm actually a lot easier with movies and TV shows, but mm-hmm. t- it's music that's like. Yeah, that's true. The yeah, it's hard. That's I think true. especially with like liking metal so much, and then kind of saying that, I feel like there is kind of. Yeah. It, it's not as popular, and then you say it, and then they kind of think you're weird. Uh-huh. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, yeah, they kind of think you're weird because oh. of that. 
I think so. Yeah, I think I, think I have, because, so. like I said, I like I kind of like attach you with metal. Yeah. Thing of you, so it's like I always thought, like, how do people listen to metal? Like, it yeah. just doesn't. Because I did have a a, a roommate. Shout out to mm-hmm. Joel. He would listen to metal when he was going to sleep. So he'd have oh, interesting. And it was like loud, abrasive, screamo type metal. Oh, yeah. And so that was like kind of like my first. That's funny. Interaction with someone who really loved it. And I was like, how are you peacefully sleeping right now? <laughs> like, yeah. You should be like. I've done that before. I don't fall asleep to it too much. Yeah. Again, I, I think as I mentioned earlier, are certain band metal bands I can fall asleep to. But yeah, it's not usually the really loud, fast stuff. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, have a song that we can close this out with. You want me to pick it? Yeah. Okay, let's listen to one, a song from one of my favorite albums. Um, Slow Dive? Ooh, oh, I know Slow Dive. Let's listen to That's Allison. Sh- shoegazy, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Let's listen to Allison. She's actually upstairs. <laughs> she has to sit guys are 90s man yeah and, and there, I, sorry not to mention i think everything i've picked is 90s 90s yeah <laughs> and uh they released an album in 2017 oh yeah called slow dive i'm very interested what that sounds i don't like. think i've listened to it yet it's funny how uh bands that were like famous in the 80s who release albums like later on i kind of like write them off a bit oh yeah just I'm like it's not your heyday anymore mm-hmm. is, what are you doing but obviously they're doing what they love what they love and they have something they want to they want to put out so it's fine but um david bowie before he died or i think after he oh. died mm-hmm. i can't remember mm-hmm. i think black star mm-hmm. oh yeah after. i think that was before oh. before or, he died well i don't even i don't remember now it was an interesting Could've album been. I that's a yeah I think that's a great album. Oh really? I was yeah. I gotta listen to it. I listened to it like a couple times. It didn't. It wasn't like. It wasn't like Bowie. In the eighties. No. Yeah. No. I couldn't. So I was, and I I don't know why I was expecting that, but yeah. Yeah, it's kind of depressing. Yeah. Um, or it's really sad listening to that album. Now. Yeah. But yeah, that was a great song to to end it on. Shoegaze, shoegaze is great. Yeah, thanks Justin for coming on and picking those great songs. I honestly feel like I'm gonna listen to all those mm-hmm. bands. Mm-hmm. Sweet, <laughs> those are thank all you. great picks. Mm-hmm. Glad you liked them. Yeah, and thank you for having me. And yes, of course. Thanks for sharing your Lefroig. 
Oh yeah, anytime. And thank you, Camille, for uh, staying yeah. up and recording this. Yeah. Thanks, Camille. <laughs> no, I, I, I loved it. It's great. Yeah, it was fun. All thank right. Thank you. I'll, uh, I'll see you guys. See ya. See ya.